morning, beautiful queens and kings out there in this grand universe. I am laying in bed. It is 8.59 a.m. I thought that it would be nice to actually have the mic with me throughout the day um, on some days. And if I feel like I just want to do a recording at the end of the day or in the beginning, I'll do that. I don't know. Just playing around with the, with the uh, different options. <laughs> so what happened? Oh my god. Last night, I... So I was sleeping in the tent with Phoenix, our dachshund, and uh, Freya, which is the stray that I call. Her name is Freya, the stray cat. I was uh, in bed, and it was this morning around... Well, okay... Let me backtrack a little bit. So last night I had some coffee. I had a lot of black coffee. And my goal is to wing off of it so I don't depend on black coffee. In the past I would do drink black coffee during intermittent fasting to help suppress my appetite. And also it's a nice ritual that I like to do because it helps ground me before I work. And I like it to be nice and cozy. I was kind of um, about a year ago working on switching from black coffee to tea, which I still do drink tea. I ha- I drink tea at work as well. But um, switching to tea and then also switching to turmeric milk or golden milk. Or, um, I also have been doing cacao ceremony, a personal one for myself as well. But during fasting, I don't like to do that because of the... I liked it to be strictly just water or something that's zero calorie. But... Um, yeah, I, I'm slowly wanting to start winging off coffee because it's it's definitely a dependent that I use. And anyway, so <laughs> sorry. Um, last night I had black coffee. I had a lot of it. And this morning at four in the morning, I was feeling quite nauseous, like very 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 nauseous and that is a first for me I've never felt that way before and I was like okay I gotta go inside the house and I need to drink some water because I'm 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 feeling like my face is turning pale so I went inside or I came inside the house because I'm in the house now and I drank some water. I didn't drink a lot of water because I didn't want to shock my body. I just drank about like a cup of water. And then you, it started coming. The more nauseous the feeling came. And I was like, oh, it's got to be the coffee. It's got to be the coffee. So I put away the black coffee uh, up in our cupboard up high so that I wouldn't have any temptation. But it's funny because as soon as I was doing that, I got a whiff of the smell from the package and I got super nauseous, like it like heightened the nausea feeling. So I went to the restroom and I was just sitting and breathing, just breathe, taking slow, deep breaths, trying to relax. And then my mouth started salivating. And usually that's an indicator that you're about to throw up, you're about to vomit. And it happened, I vomited. And my husband came in the restroom seeing if I was okay and I told him yeah I'm fine I just I think it's the coffee like I'm just feeling really sick from the coffee and afterwards after vomiting I felt great and so I drank some more water again a little bit of water not chugging a whole bunch of water I don't want to shock my body I want to be gentle with it 
And now I realize that my body is at a full detox scale because that was the first time I've ever experienced that with fasting. Uh, usually I fast about 24 hours to 48 hours. Um, but this this was the first time I've, I've experienced that with intermittent fasting or prolonged fasting. So I'm actually excited because it's letting me know that, okay, my body is fully engaged of detoxing the waste, detoxing things that n are ne not needed into the body. Um, and right now what I'm doing today, what I'm planning on is taking it easy. I really did want to bake something for my husband today for Mbok because I celebrate the will of the year, which is the Sabbaths. Um, you guys can look into that. But today, yesterday and today was Mbok, so any of you who celebrates the will of the year or their Sabbaths, happy Mbok. Um, but I wanted to bake him something today since I can't eat it, and it just, it's a ritual that I, I enjoy doing is I, I like to cook during the Sabbaths and do some stuff with that um, and connect to earth. So I've been making bread. <laughs> I've been making bread from scratch. And I've been making sourdough breads. I've been using raw milk from the dairy that's near our house. It's about five minutes from our house. And I've been using our duck or chicken eggs. I just really like to collect, connect to the elements of nature and earth to feel more um, with, the, with, with, with nature. <laughs> but yeah, so I was planning on doing that, but he keeps reminding me to take it easy and that don't do it. So I think that's what I'm going to do today. And I learned my lesson yes, last night and this morning. Just take it easy today. Um, but, oh my gosh. Last night, uh, I went to bed. I went into the tent around 8 p.m. yesterday. That, which is kind of late because lately I've been going in at 7 p.m. But I went into the tent. And it is such a beautiful environment being outside even though I'm in my backyard I just feel so grounded with nature you <laughs> I'm a hippie because I love being around nature I love being to what mother nature provides from us and being connected to nature um and even with people as well but I was outside and there's a farm a different farm that's uh, near the trees behind, but beside our house, we have trees that it set. So okay, we live on about almost two acres, and we have trees um, on the side, behind, and on on both sides of the house and behind the house, not in front of the house. And with that dense amount of trees on on the uh, left side of our house, there is a farm uh, or a ranch, and they have cattle. And oh my gosh, I just, I love hearing them just mooing and mooing and mooing. Uh, sometimes I'll hear coyotes, which some people it's scary. To me, it's not very scary. But then when I think about them, I'm like, oh, they're hunting the cows. And it's like, oh, the circle of life is horrible. It sucks because I don't want anyone to die. But I also don't want anyone to die because they're, or any animals to die because they're starving. <laughs> But uh, it sounds so beautiful hearing the moo, and uh, and even like they sound like they're honking. They're like, Wah. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. And then I've been really loving um, our 
our rooster Staley. I can hear him. We can hear him in the morning when he crows. It's usually it's usually around five in the morning, but it feels different actually being outside with him and hearing him crow because my tent is in between the house and the chicken run and coop so I can hear them and I can hear the party animal ducks making noises in the nighttime. It's funny because chickens they actually go to bed when night falls and ducks they're just party animals they'll move around and stuff they're they're hilarious <laughs> but it's been really really um I don't know I just feel really good being outside uh so yes that's that's what happened last night and that's what's happening this morning I'm taking it easy and I actually what I am going to be doing today too Sorry, I'm moving the mic. I got stuck. I'm using my handheld mic. Um, what I'm going to be doing as well today is I'm going to be making notes for the sound bath and guided breath work class for the women's circle on Saturday. I'm going to make notes on Notion for my guided meditations. And I'm also going to be practicing some breath work. I <laughs> I think the beauty of sleeping outside is you wake up really early, right? So I'm like, ooh, doing things, planning my day, but taking it nice and light and not rushed. I like mornings where they don't feel rushed. I'm not a rushed morning person, but I am a morning person. I love mornings. Um, but this morning I was also thinking today is just laying down a lot today and... I guess it's kind of like when you're feeling sick, even though I don't feel sick, I feel great. But if you feel sick, you just lay down right all day and just try to rest. So I feel like I'm going to do that. But I do want to do a lot of breath work. I was researching on things and some people feel uh, really lightheaded, which is normal with fasting. And also if you're they're at a certain point of their fasting, they feel very dizzy and lightheaded to where... When they get up from the morning, they feel like, oh, I'm about to faint. But I've I've been researching and there has been some doctors that said the reason that happens some cases is because you're not breathing enough. You're not getting that oxygen in uh, and alkalining the body. And so I was like, oh, well, I'm going to start making habits of doing some breath work in the morning and at night as 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 I was going to say as if, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, I'm going to do the breath work in the morning and night and as well, there we go, as well as doing some meditation, some guided meditations. Um, so yeah, that's what my plan is for this morning. We'll see what happens in the evening and I'll check back with you guys this evening as well and let you guys know what's happening. Um I also want to say, I, I felt like my first episode on this, I didn't really get to, I, I was listening back on it, and I didn't want to re-record re, re it, but I was, I was thinking about how I didn't really talk about the stats and stuff on fasting and the benefits of fasting, and there's a lot of benefits with fasting, um, and you guys can look into it if you like. And maybe I can do a future episode of actually interviewing a physician who encourages fasting. 
Um, there is one doctor that's uh, a chiropractor and he has a fasting clinic. Um, what is his name? Dr. Allen. I can't remember his last name, but I'll put it on the show notes. But he does a lot of discussions about fasting and how how much it has helped and changed a lot of people's lives. And it can be from intermittent fasting to prolonged fasting. But it's changed a lot of people's life as in um, people with high blood pressure, diabetes, skin issues is a huge one too that it helps with. So psoriasis, eczema, uh, rosacea. Um, it can help with leaky gut. It can help with so many things because we're constantly eating and we're being told that we need to eat every so many hours And that's what I believed. I've tried so many different diets to help my body come back into balance. I've done, geez, I used to do body, I was training for bodybuilding competitions years ago. Never did it because I started developing an eating disorder. Well, I had issues with eating disorders in my past and I started to get back into eating disorders because of that. Um, So I stopped. And then I developed overeating, so another eating disorder, and I gained a lot of weight. So my weight has always fluctuated in yo-yo dieting. And then I was trying different ones with uh, my friend who's been help, who's a personal trainer and nutritionist, and he was helping encourage me to develop a healthy relationship with food. And so he slowly was trying different things with me like um, macronutrients uh i've done fasting with juice cleansing um with him i've i've done um the macronutrients so you do your fats carbs and proteins and then i've done just straight up meal planning with him and i i have developed this love for food with him he's has helped um, open my eyes to different things, especially like even whole, whole, uh, what is it? 30 day whole foods and stuff. And then, um, years, years, fast forward later, I started to eat more of an Ayurvedic nutrition and I, that has been the biggest game changer. And all of this started actually when I moved from location to the current location I am with Gilded Rose Spa and what happened, what got me into intermittent fasting is that I, I wanted to do a spiritual cleanse and I wanted to slough off all the old stuff from the past and bring in this new new chapter in my life with my business and so I did a fast Um, It was very emotional for me, especially because I was going through some stuff during that time. And I did about three days for that fast, for my first fast. My goal was to do five days, and I did three days. And I did lose a significant amount of weight, which was amazing for me. Um, And But it wasn't something that I was looking for. I wasn't looking forward to lose weight because I have been overcoming this obsession of what my body looks like because of things that I experienced in my past and with my family telling me that I was always fat when I was younger. So I, I that's when I started developing uh, 
anorexia and bulimia and then I got addicted to laxatives and diet pills I would steal them and then when I got older I started buying them on my own so this has been something that I was trying to not get into that mindset of how I was and uh, um, this obsession with my body and looking a certain way and wanting to be super skinny like a model because that's what I've always wanted to be because I was always curvy and I would get called fat from being having big butt and big hips and big boobs (laughs) but but I did notice like like uh, with the fasting my goal wasn't to lose weight but it was to more of a spiritual aspect and clean everything off and during that time I was I was learning more about energy work and stuff so I wanted to practice what I preached to people and then after I did the intermittent fasting when I moved into my location in September 2021 um the new location at the beauty garden then I started doing Ayurvedic diet for kapha doshas which is what I am I'm a kapha dosha uh, and that has changed my life significantly as well, actually. And and it's funny because I was already following those food things uh, already. Because Cappadocia, you eat light and airy foods because we are heavier people. We gain weight very easily, but it's hard to lose weight. But we also gain muscle mass easily as well, kind of like a Pitta dosha. But we're just very heavy people. So eating heavy foods, heavy oils, heavy meats and stuff, it's, it's not good for us. Uh, it, and our digestive system is quite slow as well. Um, and what was I going to say? I just lost it. <laughs> so I was already eating those foods. I was eating a lot of, of I, I was eating a lot of vegetables, green leafy vegetables. Don't really eat a lot of like stocky vegetables like heavy vegetables I always love earthy green vegetables I love like um, bitter taste like onions and stuff I love um, like weird flavors like soury flavors for example I love kombucha and I love sauerkraut and kimchi I just love weird flavors (laughs) so I'm not a picky eater I love food and I love experiencing different types of food and different cultures of food and trying unique things and weird things that people don't usually like. For example, I love oysters. I grew up on oysters. Um, not a lot of people like them. I slurp them back. Just a little bit of salt, lime, slurp it. I don't even chew on them. Just slurp them back. No crackers needed. <laughs> and I love like octopus. And I love, I'm a, I'm a big fish person. And so I'm, I love seafood. I was about to list a lot of foods that I like, but all of it seafood. I love duck too. Duck is so delicious. I love lamb. If I ate like a quote unquote red meat, I don't really like red meat. Lamb is my favorite. I love lamb. Haven't tried goat yet. I would like to, but lamb is my ultimate favorite. I do like venison. I like deer. It's good. I haven't tried rabbit. I would like to try it. Um, But yeah, and I think that's a little bit different from Ayurveda because Ayurveda usually try to stay vegan, vegetarian, but I guess... I'm more of a modern Ayurvedic food way because um, I, I do like to eat meat that makes me feel good um, and I like to 
again, I like to connect with nature and I like to appreciate the animals. So uh, I usually try to get food from local farmers. And actually, I was telling my husband, I w- it used to be in 4-H when I was little. We had pigs and goats and, and I had a lamb my senior year of high school. But I was telling my husband that I would like to support one of the kids from 4-H, our local 4-H, and um, buy one of their projects, one of their animals, and we can, they take it to get it butchered, and then we have the meat for a long period of time. Uh, We've done that before with a goat. Oh, no, excuse me. I I did that a long time ago. I bought someone's lamb, and then they took it to to get butchered, and then so forth and so on. But I wanted to do that because... I wanted to support the local community and the local kid, and I was in 4-H, and they treat their animals a lot better than what you would get at the grocery stores. Same thing with food. There's a local farmer who has, or vegetables, there's a local farmer that have different vegetables as well that I really love, so I know it's pricier than your regular conventional grocery store, but you're supporting a local business and I I rather support a local business that's trying to take care of their family and give back to the community because most of the time local businesses give back to the community like they donate money to or, or become sponsors for like um, like certain high schools or middle schools or elementaries or even like the local the community sports teams like the uh, community baseball team for little kids and such the little leagues like they do a lot with the community and I rather support them than these mass marketing grocery stores even though we still have the habit of going but my goal I, I really want to say my goal after this is to actually do that like that's my plan after this my 30 day fast is switching to more local stuff um, instead of conventional things. But yeah, I was always eating, I was already eating a kapha dosha diet without realizing it. But now I actually have something that I can, oh, this is what it is, <laughs> how I can explain it to people. Um, but I was doing that during my transition from the old location with Gilded Roots Ball to the new location. And ever since then, that's when I started doing intermittent fasting and prolonged fasting. And I have seen health-wise more benefits of that than what I have with other diets or um, food recommendations, I guess you would say. And now we're here. (laughs) Now we're here to my 30th, 30-day water fast. Oh, I'm so excited. And, you know, it's funny because people are like, oh, dirty 30s. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to party. I don't want to get shit-faced. I don't want to do any of that stuff. I'm not a partier, to be honest with you. I don't drink, really. Uh, If I did, if I do drink, um, it's with food because I like to drink foods that pair well. I like to drink foods. I like to drink beverages that pair well with the food. Like, I'm just... (laughs) I guess you can say it's bougie sounding, but it just, I don't know. It just, the experience of it together just harmonizes each other and it brings out the flavors. But my plan is to no longer drink, um, which my husband doesn't drink and I'm not a drinker. I rarely drink. 
like rarely because I grew up with family who were addicts like alcohol and drugs and also mental health like a lot of mental health stuff so I just I never wanted to be like them because I saw how it affected them and I just I didn't want to be like them at all so I really don't drink even when I turned 21 I wasn't like a big party person and getting fudged up and such and that's why I'm looking forward to my 30s as well because I feel like when you're in your 20s, people lump you into that party stage of 20s and I was never that person and I I just, it's just not who I am. I do enjoy having a good time. I enjoy exploring and trying new things like activities. I love dancing. I still love going to the clubs and dancing even now. <laughs> Maybe not booty shaking dancing because I get annoyed with that because it's, yeah. But I love like social dancing, partner dancing. Like I love that so much. Like country dancing, salsa, cumbias, uh, merengue, bachata, waltz, uh, East Coast swing, like all of the ballroom stuff and social class, dancing classes you go to. That's what I love. Um, now, personally, for myself, I do like going to dance classes and take stiletto dance classes or pole fitness dance classes. But, <laughs> yeah, with the partying side, I'm not a big party person, but I like having a good time. I just don't like when something's revolved around drinking because then that's when I get annoyed because they say drinking, uh, it changes, oh, uh, like, for example, they say like, oh, you know, they're just drunk. They don't mean anything. But in fact, they actually do. When they're drunk, they don't care. Their their cognitive skills have depleted. So they just say things that they're actually truly thinking and the way that they act. And I just I just don't like being around that. I get very annoyed. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't like to party drink. Um, so my goal is to actually not drink anymore at all because... I think there's a myth out there where they say drinking wine a day makes you healthy, but it's only a small amount that you get of the nutrients of the antioxidants. You can get a massive amount of antioxidants and more of those benefits when you do a different, like eat a vegetable or fruit or anything of that source sort. Um, versus drinking I feel like it's just an excuse for people to drink but you know to each their own if you want to drink that's cool but for me that's just me <laughs> so that's why I'm excited for my 30s because I feel like when you're in your 30s people take you much more seriously I feel like you're also a little bit more mature in your career I feel like you don't you personally don't let the little stuff affect you as much and I don't know, I just, I feel like, I think my biggest thing is like I'm being taken more seriously because I don't like being lumped in the 20 year old scene because that's not me. That's not who I am. Um, and I'm looking forward to my 30s too, because I feel like I've heard so many people say that their 30s have been their best time of the year, the best time of what they've grown up in um, and they feel healthy uh, and then in their 40s, as they also say it's the best time as well. Nobody really likes their 20s, apparently. <laughs> they made a lot of mistakes and they've done a lot of harm to themselves and their bodies and to other people and stuff. And they've, they, they've, uh, I feel like your 20s is still like if you're in your teens, you're just drinking. <laughs> but, anyways, 
So I'm excited for the 30s. And I felt like when I did my first my first episode, I just didn't get to go into detail of what I was doing or saying or feeling or thinking of this time. I was just really trying to rush the episode and post it as soon as I possibly can. But <laughs> I'm still going to record as much as I want and as little as I want. And yes, so I'm going to... I'm going to go and do some stuff and I'll come back with you guys still recording throughout this day and see how it goes. All right. I hope you have a good morning. It is 617 and I did not do what I said I was going to do today. (laughs) I did actually do meditation and I did do breath work, but I did not work on work stuff. Since I didn't have anyone today, I blocked my day off and... With that, I was contemplating if I should work, like uh, working on, oh my gosh, admin stuff and working on for working on getting my guided meditation script down for Saturday. And I decide not to because I'm working tomorrow and I have a gap in the morning and I decide that I'd rather do that on that day versus today since I was hit pretty hard this morning with my energy, well, not my energy, but this morning when I had my vomiting incident. And instead what I did is I did the guided breath work and meditation and I went outside and actually spent time with the chickens, which I haven't done in a very long time because I've been really obsessed with work lately and I just haven't been thinking about spending time with them and sitting outside with them even though it was really wet today and still cold i i i bite the bullet i put on some warm clothes and i spent my day outside with them and i let them out too so they can uh, forage for food and be out of the run because We don't usually, we only let them out when we're here to monitor them just in case we don't have any hawks or owls coming around them, especially when it's a a, uh, overcast day. They can't really see the shadow of any flying predators. And so we usually don't let them out until we're around to monitor them. However, their pen, their chicken pen, aka their chicken run is about... I think it's a 30 by 25 feet feet. So they have plenty of space. The only ones that don't get to walk around as much as the others is Nova and Moana. Nova actually got pecked in her eye and now she's blind. So she's disabled. And so chickens are pretty brutal and they will peck the weak one, the weak chicken, and usually can kill them. So I had to separate her from them. And then Moana was getting really picked on by Staley, our our rooster. She was afraid of him because he constantly wants to get on her. And so she was terrified of him and she was losing her feathers on her back, which is very common from roosters getting on them. But her having her skin exposed, I started noticing that the ducks <laughs> lavender and pita our male drakes our drakes were picking on her and picking on her skin and so now we have to separate her too so we have moana and nova separated from each other but they can still see each other 
and we have them separated from the chickens. So I actually, it's a process of letting them out because I want to let them out too. So it's, it's, um, like having to, it's kind of like when you have a new, new dog in the family with other dogs, or if you have a cat, you have to slowly integrate them and such. It's kind of like that, but I can't integrate them because they will pick on them. And one time Staley hurt Nova really bad with his, um, oh my gosh, with his spur and he cut her really deep. And so that has made me really scared to ever have her around him. So I spent time with her and I spent time with them and, um, and Moana and let them out and was monitoring and stretching a little bit while I was outside, but taking it easy because if I do quick motions, I do get a little bit lightheaded. Um, and I actually wanted to mention about when I was talking to my, I was thinking about this all day because I don't want any assumptions, but I wanted to mention when I was talking about me having an eating disorder and, and a abusing laxatives and diet pills and how I said I would steal them. I didn't steal them from stores. I would take them from my mom because she would have them. So I would steal them from her. And this is when I was, um, I was 13 up until 14. And then, um, I started doing that again in high school when I was 16 and 17 and then I started having uh, a laxative uh, addiction when I was 19 to 21 so it's been a it's been it's been a long long uh overcome to overcome it it's been really long and I have been to therapy for it and Um, My husband's very supportive and I've overcome it so much with my amazing friend who was a personal trainer and nutritionist. He still is, but now he actually works at a hospital, uh, a Methodist, I believe, in Houston. But it's, it's, I have been able to overcome it and um, now that I am, have a, much, much more healthier with food, relationship with food and relationship with my body too. And I think like the way that I look at my body, and maybe this might be bad. It's like, I don't look at it as uh, vague, I guess you would say. I look at it as more, it all has its purpose. Um, It all has its meaning and um, benefits, if that makes sense. And I kind of want to go on into even like menstruation. Uh, I've been off birth control for two years. Uh, my husband and I are not wanting to have kids. So that's not the reason why I got off of it. I got off of it because I was starting to feel like I I was, I just didn't feel right. And I was on birth control since I was 15. So I got off of it two years ago and... I was afraid about having my period because I used to have really bad periods where I had blood clotting and stuff, which I think is really normal for a lot of women. But ever since I've been off of it, I've appreciated my menstruational cycle. And I actually, it sounds so strange, but when I know I'm, I know not everybody has the ability to do this, but when I know I'm about to start my cycle, I actually block off my days so I can rest and 
be in tune with my body and do some meditation work and dance meditation or doing some stuff with (laughs) connecting with nature, you know, or um, anything of that sort. I, I started appreciating it more and now my cycles aren't as bad as they used to be when I was younger and even when I first got off of birth control and I don't know, it's more of a ceremonial thing. And for those of you who don't really know, when back, I can't remember which tribes, I've seen this or I read it on, on a, I think, a documentary or something. I've seen it on a documentary, but it was talking about menstruational cycles. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Menstruation cycles. <laughs> that um, tribes, certain tribes, what they would do, because you would have your menstruation cycle on the 30th day which is the full moon and so there was a ceremony for just women and the women in the tribe would go to a set separate section where they had um, a hut or tent like stuff and they would do a, a ritual there and supporting each other through their their cycle and I think that's such a beautiful way because I think that our society has tried to make us be fearful of our bodies and not trust our bodies and I've always felt that way I always felt like mass marking you know big farm and all that they try to make us afraid to listen and trust our bodies because um I always loved the thought of I don't know I've always loved the thought when I was younger about women having at home births and water births and when I did want to have a child I told people I wanted that and they thought I was crazy well now when 2020 happened and it was putting people through so much trauma so much the environment was just horrible for women and families when it should be such a beautiful spiritual um it should be such a beautiful and experience spiritual atmosphere and an experience they made it even more harmful and traumatic for women and the baby as well and i think it i again i just think that people have well, actually, sorry, <laughs> with 2020 and that happening, women and families have started to be more accepting of home births. And I've met a lot of my guests who actually decide to have home births, water births, or going to a birthing center rather than a hospital. And I think it's amazing how much it's opened our eyes to trust ourselves and trust our bodies. So with that, how I said, I I don't really look at my body. Oh, my husband's home I don't really look at my body as being vain more of so every part of it has a purpose and I'm accepted of that purpose I accept it for what it is instead of trying to be depressed of what I look like and caught up into what society believes (laughs) sorry guys Christian's home um hold on one second Christian is home and I would just want to make sure I greet him you know, saying hi, how are you, Lala? And I don't want it to interrupt me talking right now. <laughs> and I'm back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I went with my husband to go get dog food because we're out. And right now I'm actually making, too, some uh, shellfish stock just in case if anything happens and I need to break my fast. So we went to HEB to get some veggies for my stock. Uh, so celery, I got organic celery, organic carrots, and I got onion and garlic. 
so that's what I'm making right now in my Dutch oven that my husband got me <laughs> but when we were out in public I noticed I was a lot slower and more patient than usual and even speaking wise I noticed I was a lot slower which was what I was really looking forward to and my husband noticed it a little bit as well and my sense of smell was really heightened and the lights in the grocery stores were like really bright too but not like uncomfortably bright I just noticed they were a lot brighter than usual um, I have noticed too some changes in my body other than that is I'm starting to get like a little itchy feeling around my hip bones and I don't know if it's because like this fat storage in that area since I'm hip I'm a hippie kind of gal <laughs> I think the fat storage there is starting to like be used right now as energy and I notice my under eye circles are not as dark either my skin's a little bit paler too but my, my I notice a lot about my under eye circles what I'm really curious about is I actually have a toe fungus that I got from my rain boots from being outside and being not taking care of them and putting my feet in them bare feet so I'm really curious on if that's going to help during this course of fasting if it's going to help that too I haven't been to a doctor because I already know what they're going to do and I just don't want to be on medications and hinder my immune system I'm really trying to strengthen my immune system and I was having a conversation with my husband because I've been planning on okay how am I going to eat after this and I told him that I really want to do is focus on an Ayurvedic diet and low hormone diet but I also want to support the local 4-H's around us and I really would like to do is like donate and go to either the freezer cell or the, the main cell uh, which is when you the main cell is when you're in the fairgrounds and your your project animal is like top notch so you get more donation money because of that and the freezer cell because it's the county that's that goes there and the my brain the <laughs> the freezer cell is only local so like that city has it so you don't get as much but it's still nice to go um, but basically you you it's an auction and you donate money to support the child that is doing the project but also you get the meat in return and I told him I would rather do that than getting our food from uh, mass production places and plus you're supporting a kid in the local community uh, for usually for college or whatever they need the money for uh, or for the ne next project but also you know that they take really good care of the animal because they love the animal so much because it's like their pet um, and you're you're supporting agriculture and future farmers <laughs> like FFA future farmers of America and then vegetable wise I really want to go to local farmers for that as well uh, I'm, I'm actually really excited what, about coming back into eating again because it's I've already I've already how I mentioned develop this healthier relationship with food but now it's more of a sacral sacral whoops um a ritual for me and more more than just eating food uh so I'm excited for that 
but that is what happened <laughs> today. I'm actually not going to sleep in the tent tonight because from me th- having my incident this morning, I'd just rather be close nearby the toilet just in case if that happens. And if that continues happening, I'll probably have to break my fast because I don't think that's a good thing. I've looked in if I looked into it. If it's you're vomiting for a long period of time, it's not good. So you need to break it slowly, bringing food back into your system and then try again. So we'll see. Hopefully that doesn't happen because I'm really, I'm really strict on, <laughs> I'm really dedicated to doing 30 days. But if I happen to have to break the fast, I will probably still do a fast, but more broth fast rather than, um, just water fast. So I'll still get the same idea concept in my head that helps my head more. (laughs) But so yeah, I'm excited for everything. And I told my husband, I really wish we can have like a a wood burner for food cooking, like colonial times, because I feel like it's the best way to cook food um, and appreciate food and, you know, really, really connect with the food that you're putting into your body rather than just fast cooking and such. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. So I just wanted to share that with you guys and give you guys an update. So I'm going to go and check on my stock, my seafood stock. <laughs> I hope you have a great night. Toodaloo, and I will see you on the next one. Well, tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. I'll speak to you tomorrow. If you would like to continue this conversation with me, please visit my website at www.gildedrosespa.com. Here, we'll also have all the information you need to schedule your appointments and purchase any products to upgrade your skincare routine. You are also more than welcome to leave me a voice message in the detailed description on each episode if you would like for me to answer any of your questions. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence in Your Skin podcast and never forget to enhance your harmony.